you touched on it just a few minutes ago man uh the importance of the pies check-in to our listeners to be fair i know that it's something that we threw out there that you guys got wrapped into that you know many of you have reached out to us wondering when the hell we gonna begin to do it more consistently because it is something that you have actually implemented i mean i actually have homies who listen to our podcast who have implemented pies in their own larger circle so it's something that has been influential so i think it's dope but i think since we're coming off of the holiday and we're headed into another holiday uh a pies check-in right now i think would be really beneficial not only to us as a crew but most importantly to our loyal listeners man so i think we should get one started and i have no problem with leading it off uh pies for you folks who may be listening to this maybe your first time and maybe your motherfucking last time either way thank you for being <laughs> on time. pies check-in is pies where you talk about physical the i intellectual the e emotional and the s spiritual all we do is just touch on each one of those and briefly say where we are and if we have some time at the end we may be to expound on it it has always led into larger doper conversations so i'm going to get it started physically man this is the best i felt in the past two weeks <laughs> i'm starting to get my wind back uh i didn't have COVID. I didn't have RSV, HPV, ESPN, QVC. I didn't have any of that. I just had a real bad virus of something, man, that just kind of felt like old Oprah was sitting on my face all the time, bro. I couldn't breathe. Like, it was real stuffy, bro. It was rough in these streets bro no, nigga, that, you don't do that you don't you don't say something like that nigga, and then just move on give me folks some metaphors so they understand that the weight <laughs> that was on my face i'm talking about I, color purple I, I wordplay bro listen i'm not a rapper bro I'm just you know i just read a little bit so physically bro <laughs> Physically, I'm better than I have been the past couple of weeks. Uh, intellectually, man, I literally, I got two assignments left before I get this damn degree. Uh, I've also been accepted to Lincoln University to uh, pursue my master's in education leadership with a dual in special education. Uh, your boy is going to be headed into the classroom. I know I'm crazy, uh, but I'm looking yeah. forward to yeah. it, man. So I'm excited about that. You're crazy. Yeah, I, I, I know. Believe me, working in the school is, is, is nuts, man. Shout out to all the education everywhere. Uh, yeah. Somewhere drinking right now, thinking about Ray Ray and Tom and them. Uh, emotionally, man, this is not the best time of year for me, typically, uh, with all the loss. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the holiday season. Folks is bring, breaking out their Christmas tunes and going nuts with all that. And I'm the exact opposite. I want to take a pill and sleep till the second. 
<laughs> I just want to be done with the whole doggone jaw. Uh, but then I got little people who don't give a shit about how I feel. <laughs> you know, so uh, that's why I'm spiritually, man. I, I'm just, bro, I don't know. Today I might be an atheist. Tomorrow I may wake up and be agnostic. I, I don't know what the hell is going on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just in that space, but I'm comfortable with that space right now. I'm not trying to figure anything out, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get any answers. Uh, I'm not looking to be certain about anything. It's just, it's just where life is. So that's me. Next up, Crush. All right. Well, uh, physically, uh, I have been tired. Uh, I've been uh, working a new job with some different hours, and I'm adjusting. Uh, but I have been implementing a newer routine that's been making me and my wife feel a lot better. Um, but uh, intellectually, um, I'm definitely going through some. Uh, well, I mean, get some new things and some familiar things with this new position and everything. And intellectually, uh, I'm definitely trying to, you know, I'm definitely uh, feeding my mind with some more uh, business acumen if possible. You know, with certain things I'm trying to reinforce, you know, around other areas of my life. Uh, emotionally, you know, this is probably my, this is my first holiday season without my parents. So um, it has been rough uh, for, for a little bit. And, uh, you know, um, but my, luckily I have my wife. She's been, you know, now 16 years, uh, after this, uh, this past, uh, last Friday. Congratulations, um, man. Anniversary. She's the best, uh, the best decision I've ever made in my life. And, uh, so emotionally, she's keeping me stable during this time. Uh, spiritually, uh, I'm definitely, you know, I'm still definitely an atheist, but I would say that, you know, there's been a lot of thought about, you know, the end and a lot of thought about um, different later stages of life and what they'll, and what they, what, what they, what they're going to be and what you want them to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I dig it. You know, uh, you start to think, you know, that you're out of sync with the rest of the world or something. Mm. But that doesn't have to be the case, I think. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of thought about that. And, you know, I don't know about answers, but just wondering, you know, because I'm knocking on 50 soon. So. I can take yeah. it, bro. Damn, man. Shit. Wow. Um, physically, for me, um, I guess I'm all right. Not not too bad. Haven't it looks like you lost a little weight there, though, for real. Sincerely, I'm trying, to, I'm tr- trying to do my thing, man. I'm trying to be yeah, like that's, you guys. That's your once a year, bro. That's your once a year. Know, Take right? that. Yeah, I know. I know. Just <laughs> this motherfucker. Yeah, physically, <laughs> I'm not too bad. Not great. Not too bad. I can feel like my age creeping up, but I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Intellectually, I've been slowly but surely implementing some other financial moves or skill sets in my tool belt that seem to be making its way and the only thing I can do is just keep grinding hopefully that it makes sense long term you know what I mean uh, emotionally I've been in an odd space uh, been a lot of shit going on in the household man so trying to be everything to everyone including myself and that is not an easy task uh spiritually i don't think i'm any different than i was a couple of months ago yeah i I wake up in the morning i give thanks but sometimes 
me and him we have some, some <laughs> we have some arguments but yeah. yeah it is what it is at this point man so i need some answers bro i feel you yeah I feel you. yeah I boy. Feel you. man i woke yeah. up this morning and talked to myself you know what i want to do i want to start smoking weed and what did yourself answer and say that you should or should I do? I think I'm going to begin. I'm going uh, to uh, no, 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 wow. no, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't endorse this. <laughs> hold on, hold on, stop. What? Hold up. Did, what? did our res, did our resident horticulturalist say he didn't endorse this? Shit? He would not, he would not allow me I to partake. I don't endorse it. It's, it's a little, <laughs> It's a little late, bro. I don't know. It's a little late, man. There's already children and mortgages and shit. You, you see, you, know you see what it is, L. He's like, he can't have you doing it because you're going to take up the part that he's supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, I can't have you. It's only room for one of us on the show. Nah, but all jokes aside, you know what's funny, man? My wife, well, I'm telling her business and shit, but we've recently <laughs> had an opportunity to start. We dabbled in some edibles. Right. Nigga, I, I, I will tell you, I have never in my life, if you would have told me before edible that you could possibly fall asleep in slow motion, I would have told you you were nuts. But here I am, <laughs> case in point. Taking no, the book and I, I ain't even I, trying to fall asleep. That's a good I'm just trying to fall asleep. Hey, can I just get a, I just get some rest? Isn't Philly medical? No. Not at all. No, no, brother. No, 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 no. I know that Maryland. We just passed that recreational show too. So, you guys didn't pass recreational yet. Chester County is Philly County is not. Mm, no, because they can't, they can't, they can't get the money right yet. So once they money, they can figure out how they can get their cut. You know, like the soda tax, because they, you know, they hope mm, they'll figure it out. But yeah, mm, mm, mm. that's shit. man. That's check like, this man. out. Guess, guess what? I guess what? I had my, a conversation with my son about today. Not right. because he dabbled in this, but because I had seen some things, heard some things regarding this school that made me take a proactive step. He wants so, to smoke weed too. <laughs> no, Elgin. He's, oh, he's not. At least he hasn't. He, at least he hasn't verbalized it yet. Right. Twenty-four, yeah, he's a, he's a, twenty-four and older only. Twenty-four and older only person. So I was telling him because you know we might jump into that conversation just a little bit later on in the show, but earlier today, or excuse me, two days ago specifically, news broke that there was a Virginia, former Virginia police officer who had catfished a young 16-year-old girl. Once again, he was in Virginia. This young girl that he catfished lives in California. He drove over 2,000 plus miles to go meet this girl and not only met her, tried to, well, successfully kidnapped her, killed her grandmother, 
her grandfather. Chilling and new revelations in a triple murder in Riverside. The investigators say the suspect was a Virginia police officer who not only catfished a teenager, but killed her family. And today we are learning more about the suspect, the man behind the death and devastation. Take a look. He's been identified as 28-year-old Austin Lee Edwards from Virginia, a con man, say police, who duped a young girl online, a teenager, who thought she was communicating with another teenager, not an adult man. Now, Edwards, who police say worked for the state police in Virginia and a sheriff's department there, drove 2,600 miles across the country from Virginia to Riverside, where police say he murdered the teenage girl's family, her mother, Brooke Winnick, and her grandparents, Mark, a beloved high school coach, and Sherry Winnick. And after killing them, set their home on fire, kidnapping the teenager thought to be only 16. About two hours later, the pair was spotted in San Bernardino County where SWAT officers surrounded them and there was a shootout. Now the young girl managed to get out of the car safely. Meanwhile, the suspect was killed by police. The coroner, bringing it back here live, the coroner has not yet relieved, released how the family died, but it, buzzed, it does appear they were bound, they were tied up uh, before so they were murdered. I talked to my children, both of them actually, about this about catfishing and being careful about what they what they share online. You never share what is called PII, personal identifiable information. You never do that. Never, never, never. Explaining to them also, I know you guys are getting older. I know you're going to start liking boys and girls and doing all this other stuff and thinking that it's cool to start sending them parts of your body through text message. No. Avoid, don't do it. You're, you know, I told him, I said, you, you know, there's your father deals in this type of security. Trust me when I say nothing that you think you've deleted ever really disappears. Ever. It just changes an extension. That's all. Nigga. And I, asked, I told my son, I said, specifically because this happens more to young men than it does to young women. It just happened to old boy. The quarterback down in a. What's the quarterback? White quarterback just got arrested for child pornography. Well, oh nah, yeah, that, I, I, I no, 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 no. That's not even the same shit. That, that was some more. Was that was some more insidious shit. Well, it started. Oh, okay, I don't want to ruin your step on your story. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's all, it's all good. So yeah. I told him. I said specifically, it happens more to young boys than it does to young uh, women. I said, you think you being cool? You send a pic of your little wee wee to some girl, and her parents find it, and they contact the police. It is considered is child, child pornography. pornography. You you will be hemmed up. You will have to register as a sex offender. You will not have a life. Your life if is that over. That happens. Your life it's is over. Done. Done. We'll talk less of you going to jail. There is no, is no getting off of the child no comeback. abuse There's no, registry. Yep. There is There's not. no comeback from it. There's no expiration date. It's, it's, and I said it's easy for you to fall into that trap. So don't ever in your life do it. Now, to talk about this dude from, I, I don't know if it was Florida or oh, someone in the hold on, man. I work in a school with yeah. eighth and ninth graders. Okay. I go to work. I'm there at seven and I leave at 2.30. I swear at 2.30, I am probably more depressed about the way the world is headed after watching these eighth and ninth graders, then I am watching 
black or white people after the Phillies win. It is shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Listen, man, I'm I'm serious, man. I can relate. I, I am absolutely terrified of our future. Like I am terrified. Man. Listen, these young kids are already making highly explicit sex tapes. They are doing I, listen, some of what? the most hardcore sex tapes that you can imagine running trains. And I'm not just talking about a bunch of dudes running trains on girls. I'm talking about girls running trains. Bruh, listen, I can't make this stuff up how terrified I am not only of the lack of knowledge that these young people are is are acquiring, but the depths of the depravity that they're dipping their toes in at such an early age, man. These cats are not just smoking weed, bruh. These folks is doing coke. I mean, I'm talking about eighth and ninth graders, bruh. Are you, you serious, man? Man. God, bro. I mean, I get in my, my truck, heart, man. Bro. I just be depressed, bro. I'll be like, oh, no, man. I mean, you're in my heart, man. I, I was an intense counselor. <sighs> no, maybe we'll add that out later. But, um, nevertheless, um, I was really searching for that talented tense. You know, um, I not that I did not see some really promising and really borderline genius kids in there. But the majority, you know, uh, when, when it, especially when it came to a sense of individuality, like, I guess I, maybe I expect too much even at that age, but... Um, it's not there, man. I mean, just like, it's I'm looking for... There, I, I, was, I, I, was looking, I was looking for those kids, you know what I'm saying, that with, with that unique perspective that would, you know, really, like, hit me in the head with something that they would say or observe. Man, bro. I heard so much idiot shit all day long, I'm just like, you know, man, I'm like, where are the nerds at? I mean, I, I'm I mean, sorry, uh, they don't I, exist I, anymore. I'm, I'm like, I need, I, you know, I need cats to be more, have more pride in their intellectual capital here. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and your intellectual capital isn't online because you don't own that shit. No. You know what I'm saying? I think, cats I need to relearn ownership, period. I think part of the problem is that they don't care because we don't care. We're going to get into that a little bit deeper in terms of us caring about shit a little bit more in the show, later on in the show. But to jump back to what Eldrin was talking about before, it looks as though, I don't know if he's related to the dude or not. I think he is, right? Um, yeah, Kittner. I could be wrong. That's John, John Kittner, who used to that's be... That's his son. That's his son? Yeah, he was the for the, for the Bengals. Yeah, for the Cincinnati Bengals. I think for Seattle for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So his son, Jalen Kitna, was arrested for child pornography charges. So That's apparently, funny. what ended up happening was that he admitted to police that he was in servers on Discord and Kick that engage in sexual abuse material. According to the arrest report obtained by the Tampa Bay Times, one of the images possessed by Kitna depicted a prepubescent girl engaged in a sex act with an adult man. Three more images showed two nude pubescent prepubescent children, uh, juveniles in a shower. 
So this wasn't just like, oh, he mistakenly as a yeah, 18 yeah, year yeah, old yeah, yeah, sent his yeah. dick pic to somebody to somebody maybe like a 17 year old or whatever. This <coughs> is real, some real shit. And these are the type and of this, monsters including I want people to, the, to pay attention. We're trying to avoid the keep our kids away from and shit. The quantity that was only four. It was four picks that they found, right? And I think yeah. that is significant because most of the time when we hear about these cases and these situations, folks got stockpiles of child porn and My you know guy. all this. Do you remember what's the dude's name? The subway nigga. Subway sandwiches, dude. He oh yeah, yeah, Jared. 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 So you know how much porn they said they found when they, that they confiscated child porn that they confiscated from this dude. They said they confiscated close to six terabytes. Now, if anybody's a nerd out there six and knows how, knows how this shit works, yo, that, you know that is OD. That is OD. Is not small. That's a sickness. Is not six small. Terabytes at all. Of it? You well, he wasn't only a, a purveyor of it, he was also a distributor. A distributor. Oh, he was, it. he was selling that shit. Oh, no, he wasn't yeah. selling it. That's the thing. He did He was. He was. A lot of times, they don't have. They don't sell that stuff. Mm. They pass it around to yeah. each other, right? It's not that type of. Uh, hey it's man, a niche listen, group. Yeah, you niche got the, the latest Nas joint, man. Hey, yeah, sell, me sell me that joint. Yeah. No, no, no. It's hey, I got a little eight year old. Oh I don't even know how. Anyway, that's that's a whole other situation. But needless to say, I had this in-depth conversation with both of my children, and I'm hoping that the expressions on both of their faces, because they look shook, I'm hoping that it resonates past just the conversation. So as my son, he just took the PSAT on Wednesday. As he's getting ready to go to high school. Damn, already? Nigga. Come on, man. You, you see me? You see me? I'm. That's one of the reasons why I'm feeling old right now, my guy. What? He only in ninth grade, ain't he? Nah, man. He's in eighth, and he's getting ready to go to ninth. He's just he's just prepping. You know they got to get these kids ready, man. Got to get these oh. kids ready. Or, or, or their or their version of ready. Yeah, well, yeah. That's that's another. Yeah, I hate them damn tests, man. And, yeah, and I had anyway, to tell yeah. him because he was kind of he was kind of worried about it before. I said, "Calm down, do what you need to do. He's not that bad. Take the test." He took the test, came back, and I said, "Listen, this test is not the end. People are going to try and sell this test to you. And we all over the place tonight, but this test is going to try. People want to try and sell this test to you. Yeah, we talked about cutting up the segments like. I know, So people going to try and sell this test to you like it's the end all be all of your life. No, don't let them nah, bro, talk you okay. into that corner. Not that. Not to mention that this is just a test that people push on you just to see how well you take tests. Don't let this thing ruin your life. Keep doing what you're doing. He's a he's a very good student, man. They just got their damn report cards back. Only one B out of eight eight classes. Everything else A's, man. My kids they, my kids are fucking doing fantastic, man. So I'm blessed in that aspect, man. I'm blessed in that aspect. Shout out to your wife. Nigga, don't make me fight you, man. Like she, she ain't a single parent, motherfucker. Like she'll come to this joke, do this shit by herself. You son of a bitch. Shout out to moms. Shout out to moms. <laughs> you son of a bitch, man. So check this out. We this is now December first. Oh yeah. Twenty twenty two. Oh yeah. We have just now escaped 
out of what is colloquially called No Nut November. <laughs> but check this out. Apparently, No Nut November is not a good idea. There are medical reasons oh, why you should not go horribly engage. left, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I always gotta do this to me. I'm trying to tell you some stuff here, man. God damn, can you just listen? So apparently, according to one of my favorite doctors on YouTube, Doctor oh, Rena Malik, she, she listen. Doctor Malik is the truth, okay? So Rena Malik I bet she's fine. I bet she's fine. I bet she's fine. Wait, I bet see, you wait. she's a physically fit wait, black wait, woman. See, wait, wait, I, matter of fact, I'm going to go look at her right now. She, and I guarantee you <laughs> that's who she is. Wait, wait, see you. Is she in there? My man has a type. Is she in there? She, she, is, she is either Indian or Western. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. She's good. She's good. And she, she lives good. in our area. She's in our area, man. She's yeah, in she's Maryland. Dope. Yeah, she's good. What's, she, what's... She, she doesn't pull punches. All right, put the, Listen, put the shovel down. Put the shovel down. Doc, Come on. Doc, Go ahead, move Dr. Malik, good. stop. You know, we, we are all educated black men who are, are, I think, are very nice guys. We won't bite. Please come on the show. We've reached out to her before, so... Don't, oh, don't that be awesome. Come on, oh, that come on. man. Listen, come on, man. Come on through, Dr. Malik. Awesome. Come on through, Dr. Malik. That would be awesome. Let your wife do all of the booking because one thing that your wife has not done yet, she has not failed. Every suggestion that she brings on, particularly of the female persuasion, all fine. All. All fine. Bang, 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 bang. That is not <laughs> what we <laughs> We trying to get hold up, man. We trying to get her I mean, to come I mean, on the I show. Mean, why I mean, are you being I mean, like this? I mean, I mean, yeah, why I mean, are you being like I mean, this? I mean, we have a rule: no ugly guests. I mean, that's a rule. I mean, look, I did not. What? I never wanted to mention that shit, but I had to say, you know what? We we we, we tend to clean up on the screen with the yes. guests. Pretty good, man. <laughs> you, listen, this is not what the subject is about. We're talking about escaping no nut November. Eye candy for the for the. Hold on, you're talking about no nut. And fine women. I mean, I don't know how they don't go together. I'm just, right? you know I'm what? just saying. To me, no, actually, they should not go. There's a correlation. <laughs> they should not go. Trust, shut the fuck up. You <laughs> added to this bullshit. Don't do this. No. Don't I'm do saying. this. Listen. So Have Dr. your wife Malik reach out. He, and you know what? Let, Listen, let Dr. Malik, come on the show. That'd be awesome. So, Dr. Malik said, and we're red heard. when you come on too. By the way, please. I mean, red is my favorite color. Why? Like, I can't ask the guest to wear a particular color. Is that misogynistic to say that? That's, that's not misogynistic. That's not that, right? Yes, I, welcome, I, welcome. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What is up? Backwards again. You should have to dig myself out of that because I did not want to go. Into Once again, you be clear. This, oh, no. this is the incredible in the black podcast. And in case you weren't aware, this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your black world and covering it all from the perspective of three grown ass men who know to look and not touch. So Indeed. let's make sure that our audience knows that we behave ourselves. Okay. I am your host, well, Mr. In the Black himself. <laughs> but you know I can yeah. never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest of my medical team. L, say what's up, man. <laughs> I will be your anesthesiologist, uh, making sure no, you are. No, don't do that. <laughs> Niggas want to think you're trying to cosby people. What the fuck? 
Crush, say what's up to these people, man. Oh, man, I, I guess I will be your cardiologist. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> indeed, you niggas taking it far too these motherfuckers. If you are what's checking up, this everybody? out on YouTube, make sure that you finesse that thumbs up button. It's free. It goes out a long <coughs> It helps with the YouTube algorithm. You know the deal. Make sure you also hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss out on the next episode as well. And you can follow us across social media at In the Black PDCST on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. But if you want to become part of the family, L's going to tell you how you can do that. L, how can they do that, man? Hold on, man. I just got a text that Antonio Brown is in a standoff right now what? with police in, in Tampa. Right uh, now? Excuse me? Yeah. So I I'm, I was I got distracted just for a moment. What? Uh, so just briefly, Antonio Brown has had a warrant for out for his issued for his arrest for uh uh battery or domestic violence, intimate partner violence, something along those lines. And from what I'm reading, the police are trying to arrest him at his residence and he's locked himself in and his potential weapons inside. So I'm oh, confirming all of this. So as we go through the show, I may get more information and come to find out that, you know, Antonio Brown, but there is a actual a warrant for his arrest for that. Uh, yeah. Look. Yeah. I'm seeing that. Yeah. Wow, my man is out of control, man. Uh, that's your homeboy, bro. That's your homeboy. At one point in time, he was. Uh, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, move past that disturbing information to go right to more joyous information, uh, head on over to our website, uh, in the blackpodcast.com, click the become family tab on that. Matter of fact, hold on, man, let me stop. When you go to the website, you know how those little boxes pop up where you can put your email in to become a part of the family or to get the newsletter and get updates. Man, I'm telling you, you should really try that shit with us because you will get some things that you won't get on <coughs> Roland Martin's show that, you know, stuff like that, that will be beneficial for you. You'll get some things. So you should actually give it a shot with us. Just don't click the X. Type your email in there and see what happens. You might get a surprise or two. Uh, or click the become family tab, do some scrolling down a little bit. There's a couple of ways that we're asking you and encouraging you to support what we're doing. Uh, you can donate straight to what we're building here at dollar sign in the black PDCST. That's the cash app. We got all those other apps and Zelle and your mama's food stamp card. All that other stuff is going to be uploaded on the site soon. Uh, it's going through renovations. So just hold on tight. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing some new things. But more importantly, we have some dope live stuff where we're all going to be in the same area. <laughs> I don't know whose house we're going to get thrown out of, whose wife is going to throw <laughs> us out of the house first. Uh, I think that should be the highlight of the show to see which wife is going to say, y'all motherfuckers oh, got to go. Uh, that, <laughs> it's too much. That could be the sec. That could be the segment. Y'all motherfuckers got to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> y'all motherfuckers got to go. But that'll be that'll be primarily for our Patreon folks, man. So if you want to get some of that good behind the scenes live 
stuff that is just probably going to make your belly hurt from laughing so hard. Go ahead and join us, man. And again, sincerely to all of our day ones, the folks who have been with us, man, 10 toes down. We sincerely thank all of you guys and hopefully you will have a happy holiday season. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Now, before we jump into the show, uh, this will be our last live episode for the year of 2022. Okay, we will be taking a hiatus. We will be back the second week. Hopefully, God willing, we'll be back the second week of January. But that does not mean that the content will stop. We will continue to be active on social media and you will get uh, throwbacks of previous episodes and so on. So make sure that you stick around and stay tuned for all of that as well. Don't leave us just because, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no bullshit. Yeah. Now. With that out of the way, recently got a black box? LeBron. J- oh, okay. N- well, no, it's not. We. I, I wish there was some. Anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. Oh, black box shit. will be back in in full fucking effect. He got to empty that oh, out first. He got to detox it's, it's, that it's, motherfucker. It's, it's, it is a fil- it, it is a filtering to process. Yes, fire. Yes, it's, it is a filtering process. Like, <laughs> I joined to be baptized. Process. I dig it. I ain't yeah, mad at you, bro. Sometimes I get these requests, and it says general request public request or private um general request or private request and then i'll click private just so i can make sure to delete it and i look and i'm like yeah let me delete that <laughs> and block this yeah, motherfucker yeah, real yeah, quick yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no 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 don't need that in my life happily married don't need that bullshit anyway so so recently lebron james has i guess i can i don't know necessarily if you'd say he came under fire because of it but there have been a lot there's been a lot of questions as he's made statements recently about the media's disbalance, unbalance with cover how they've covered Jerry Jones and how they covered Kyrie Irving. Now, for those folks that aren't aware, the Washington Post recently did a report on the NFL race and ownership. And it was a five-part the- report, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, sir. Out of yeah. 32 owners that were asked to be in this report, only Jerry Jones said that he would do it. So that's number one. So I want you to keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Number two, in the process of this, and this is not necessarily new news, but a picture was found of Jerry Jones, 14, 14, 15-year-old Jerry Jones, at the steps of an Ar- Little Rock, Arkansas high school that was attempting to keep black students out from integration, integrating into that high school. He was part of a mob that was attempting a white mob. Let's make sure that that's very clear. A white mob during the 50s attempting to keep these black students from integrating into the high school. When questioned about it, Jones said that he was just there out of curiosity to see what was happening on these steps while there was a mob chanting hateful stuff to black kids and trying to keep them 14 year old Jerry Jones. 14 year old Jerry Jones. In the heart of Arkansas. Yeah, it, all of the key yes. components there. I just want everybody. Yes, to yes. Yeah. Let's make sure we contextualize it. Very good mm-hmm. job, sir. Yeah. So now LeBron James, after their win against, I think, was it the Trailblazers or whoever, whoever they beat the other night, was sitting down answering questions. And before he left, he said, "I'm kind of surprised that you guys didn't ask me any questions about 
Jerry Jones and his photo. I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Okay. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong or, or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage, it's on the bottom ticker, it's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago and we all make mistakes, I get it. But it seemed like it's just been buried under like, oh, it happened, okay, we just, we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. Appreciate it. And, and he was specific. He was like, he was. when it comes to issues that directly affect my people as a black man who has power, a platform, it's really, really important. Like he highlighted the importance of who he is in this particular season in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that in and of itself showed a great level of newfound maturity, newfound racial maturity for LeBron James, something that I have not seen him demonstrate before. I think it was, a, it was, listen, and we touched on it briefly at the beginning of the show, but this whole Jerry Jones thing, as of recently, one thing that it's taught me or reminded me, I should say, is that we don't give a fuck about this type of shit. Not genuinely. Okay? When you say the we, who are you referring to? I'm talking about black people. Genuinely, okay. I don't think that we really care. Collectively, I don't think we care. Because we'll make excuses here and there in him and Hall, the same way a lot of these white media outlets and white folks are dancing around it and making excuses. Sure. I cannot tell you, when I first when I first found the photo and read the report, I posted on my social media asking, hey, are we going to talk about this? Or is this something that you guys are just going to brush under the rug? Are we going to Brett Favre? Thank you. I cannot tell you how many black people, either through publicly or in my DMs, is like, this is much ado about nothing. He's an 80-something-year-old man. He was 14 years old. He's an old white man that grew up in the South. If you're surprised that he was part of this, blah, 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 blah. All these excuses of why this is not an issue. And at the end of the day, I'm thinking to myself, what do you mean, how is this not an issue? Have you ever known a young racist not to grow up to be an old racist? And if he's grown up to be an old racist, 
Has he raised and reared new racists? Yes. He's a man of power. What do those types of what does that type of mentality and thinking? How does that permeate into his day to day life? How does it affect his decisions? What has he done in his lifetime to make you think that he is not a racist? But once again, over and over and over, people kept telling me, this is no big deal. We've got other things that we should be worrying about. I think that I think people are. I think pe black people are finding themselves in one of three spaces right now. Uh, either they're absolutely tired of discussing race, racism, so they would rather uh, dance a jig, be entertained, uh, all those things, because life in general is hard as fuck. So why add even a new level of difficulties with it by talking about some shit that we all know is here already? I think that's one area. Then I think it's another area where uh, black folks just don't care. Like there's a level of apathy that many black people have when it comes to dealing with this shit. And then I think the third category tends to be people like us who still have a, a very radical nature about them. So when we see this shit, it inflames us to the point of wondering why the other two groups are not more engaged into what's taking place. For me, seeing the Jerry Jones photo, it was less to do about the photo than to do about the impact that he has had Based off of the potential racist ideology that he developed in Arkansas throughout his years as a businessman and as the owner of the Cowboys, a elite sports franchise, one of the most well-known, if not the most well-known sports franchise of all franchises across the world that has had how many black head coaches? How many Zero. black quarterbacks has he had? Zero. We could just have that broader conversation. And I think the thing that was indicative to me was the, the, the fact of how many black people who are in positions of prominence, not power, prominence, right? The Stephen A's of the world, the, 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 the others in that same kind of realm of influence came out and defended Jerry Jones without Jerry Jones requiring any defense. Because when that photo was revealed, they went to Jerry Jones immediately and asked him so what he thought. Questions. Do you yes, want to sir. talk about this? And Jerry Jones was like, yeah, we could talk about it. We could talk about it right now. He wasn't afraid. Yeah. There was be yeah. why because there's not an apparatus in place that can hold his billionaire old yep. white ass accountable. So he can do whatever he wants to, and that's one of my issues with folks like Stephen A. And I'll be done after this is when people can't be held accountable, they don't need no defense. Facts. They don't need you to come and defend Facts. them. If they're untouchable already, bruh, if you agree with Jerry, shut the fuck up. You don't mm. have to say you agree because you do more damage to the argument against Jerry because the first thing that liberal ass 
coon ass black folks are going to do is they're going to pull your name out of the hat and say, yep. well, Stephen A agreed with them. Yep. I think Stephen yep. A, elo- you know, articulated yep. this eloquently now about yeah. Jerry. Yeah. You should sound yeah. more like, and I'm like, no, nah, fuck you and Stephen A and yep. Jerry and all the racist bullshit that the NFL has done continuously because when Cap was trying to put it in the league, Jerry was one of the first motherfucking one of the first people to stop that to say, shit out. To say hell yep. no. And matter of fact, he was yep. so clear with it. So clear. Not only did Basically he Basically telling no contractor folks that if you kneel down, that your, if ass, you kneel, that your ass is going to be without a job. I'm going to fire you if you stand up for the right thing. And tell me how many black cowboys stood up. I'm done. None. Not one of the motherfuckers actually kneeled until Jerry went out and, and linked arms with and, everybody. And on, let's make sure that we're very clear because he he didn't kneel. Oh no no no! It was no kneeling. The American flag. He, no, he knelt. But don't forget, it wasn't kneeling because of uh, uh, as a stance against the American flag. It wasn't uh, in uh, what do you call it? Out of respect for the atrocities that are happening to Black and Brown people in the United States against at the hands of police. It was in solidarity with his team. That's the reason why he said that they knelt. He said he was kneeling in solidarity with the Cowboys to show that we are together as a family. Not for any other reason other than that. And one of the funniest things about when they had this interview with him, there was nothing contextual about the interview in terms of the answers that he gave. Everything he danced around the answers, nothing was clear. And some of the answers that he gave seemed just so oblivious. He's like, well, you know, for me, one of the reasons why I made it to where I was, I was never really privileged like that, but I knew somebody that helped me to get into Augusta and I helped to broker this deal, which helped me to do it. And I'm like, dude, you don't even, you have, access to 99.5% of all black people in this most black people in this in this country don't have any any opportunity of even sniffing that no and it's and it says one thing though and i and i'll throw it to crush after this this report once again they asked all 32 nfl owners about their stances basically about black coaches and essentially their relationships with the black community. Let's 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 not sugarcoat it. Only Jerry Jones, a man who was pictured as I won't say as a participant, but in the vicinity of a racist mob at the age of 14, 15, was the only person that was brave enough to say he was going to sit down and have this conversation about race. And I want to make sure that we're clear also. The Cowboys are one of seven teams in the NFL. I think 12, one of seven teams in the NFL that has never had a full-time black coach at all. And I believe out of all those teams, it is the oldest team that has never had never a full-time. And the Giants is one of those teams too. So think about that. Liberal New York, they're not, they're not, they're not as you know progressive as you guys make. New York of all places. Yeah right, Crush. What do you think about the whole thing, man? Oh, I mean, it, it's it, you know, it's 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 ridiculous. It's sad and almost expected. I mean, the level of apathy from my people, um, you know, is is par for the course with these kinds of things. Um, the time and distance that the, the situation is presented is also the easiest excuse people can lean on. You know, they uh, they uh, they they don't think that the things that you do in your youth are carried with you into this. Possibly to carry it with you yeah, to the right. stage of life, 
but you know, these are foundational years, as my as my wife, the educator, will tell you, <laughs> that uh, often they make an imprint on you in certain yep. ways you don't you don't realize until later. Yep. Um, but you know, it's easy to look at the inaction of Jerry Jones um, when it comes to uh, being equitable for opportunity for, for for the Cowboys as an organization. It's easy to to equate that with uh, with the influence or the or the environment that did not reinforce the idea or even the concept of of, of black people as equals in the areas of business that he chose mm. to be. Like, yeah. I'm, and I'm not excusing him for that either. You know, that, you, that you're in that environment and that, 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 that's what that environment ingrained in you. Right, um, right. Um, it's just that, you know, the fact that we can't, well, I guess, you know, there, like, like El said, there is nothing in place uh, to hold a man that rich and powerful accountable for those things or, or to, you know, but, but then you know, it's just hard not to see the cause and effect here. You know, you look. You look at the Cowboys. You look at where he came from. You look at what participated. And like, oh, okay, eight, you know, eight, you know, one plus two, one plus one plus two. You know, yeah. a lot of folks. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. I found it fascinating too, just the way LeBron handled this. Right? I Why see do you people. Say that? Give, I think because I think in in many ways, he didn't even answer the question. Like he didn't share what his thoughts about mm -hmm. Jerry Jones in the photo was. Right, you, you asked. Hold, hold, to, to, hold up. To be fair to LeBron, he said that he, I think, about a year or two ago, he said he denounced being a Cowboys fan, and when asked why, oh, yeah. oh, he yeah. said it was because of Jerry Jones and the stance that the Cowboys have taken. Sure, also on, and, sure. But so in fairness mm, to him, but go, your point still stands. Yeah, well. my point was just, bro, you asking the media to ask you the question about Jerry and the photo. That was an opportunity for you to share to your out. opinion yeah. on yeah. Jerry in the photo. And as you begin to get pressed on that question, you decide that you want to get up and, the, you know, the press conference is over. And that's not a shot at him because I think, I don't think LeBron, that was, I don't think that was a spare of the moment type of thing either. I don't think yeah, LeBron was like, oh yeah, by the way, yeah, I meant to no, do this. No, 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 no. He deliberately and strategically, LeBron does not make moves, unfortunately, because it shows, never mind. Uh, he doesn't make moves that are not thought out and looked at and executed in such a way where he can come out as unscathed as possible. Mm. Right. And I think that that shows in his his level of play on the basketball court, the way mm -hmm. his lack of so-called killer mentality, it mm. doesn't translate. It translates the same way to his so-called yeah. use of his platform. So I just yeah, found that part fascinating. I, I don't know why y'all giving its dude a bunch of round of applause for saying some shit like that, but I, I guess I mean But and I but I think that's part of the having, I would say, is that People don't even want you to have the questions. I think that when we have these conversations, I think that the conversation needs to be had because it helps you to see where people are at. I, I absolutely one. agree. Yep. Two, it helps you to formulate a better picture of other people or better, probably a better picture of yourself when you have these open and honest dialogue. But folks don't even want you to have this question. People don't even want to make you, folks don't want you to even raise these questions. One of the first things that I heard from somebody was like, 
He was a 14, 15-year-old boy. If you don't think that a 14 or 15-year-old boy is going to make mistakes or do stupid stuff, you've never been around 14 or 15-year-old boys. And my first thought was, I have kids. I have three kids. And there is no way that any of my kids, you, we all have kids. Even Phil, I know that you take a, you take a, a hard stance in your, in your niece and nephew's life. So I'm going to add them into, into your column there. We all have kids. We probably know our children, our kids, as well, if not better than they know themselves. Even though you know what your child is going to do in certain circumstances, when they fuck up, does that stop you from talking to them, asking them questions, critiquing them, correcting them? I don't think so. It's never stopped me. So why is it that we know that this man grew up in the 50s during the racist South did something or participated possibly in something that was deemed extremely racist and it's impossible or egregious for us to even ask the fucking question hey did this impact your way of thinking what did growing up in the segregated south do to you why haven't you had any black coaches jerry we shouldn't even be asking these fucking questions and the picture was a fucking impetus for all of this it's not like we pulled it out of thin air stupid Anyway, well, I think it and I think for us, man, ending it here is that we as a people need to have a larger, broader conversation about race because we get stuck in this aspect that race is encaps racism is encapsulated in acts, in deeds, and it needs to be struck, brought out, and realized that it's in structures and infrastructures yeah. and institutions yeah. and yes. generations and bloodlines and, yep. and, and mentalities and, and policy. everything yep. and policy that what Jerry has done. And that's one of the things about that Washington Post article. And I am not a fan of the Washington Post, but I think they did a wonderful job of this particular reporting is that they, they attempted to highlight how Jerry's has influence they didn't come out and say that he was involved in racist acts and policies but they did highlight his egregious nepotism how he went from hiring jimmy johnson to oh boy to gary to wade phillips and how he looked over all these black they they didn't call him a racist but they damn sure did a a well enough job to leave the damn door open yeah they they left the crumbs they left Bruh, the crumbs there. He walked yep, away from that joint thinking that he was anything else. I mean, it's just like, oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. So, and I, I think that's actually part of the title. is like Jerry Jones has influenced the NFL except for when it comes to race. Yep. Well done. Well done. Anyway. All right. L, what we got on deck next, man? Man, real quick, man. Have you been paying attention to, I guess Nia Long has come out and begin speaking on the situation with her, I don't think they're divorced, but the no, coach of the stuff, they're separated. Yeah, Have you yeah. seen some of the comments that she's made? No, no, no. I haven't seen anything. I'm just oh, man. This, 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 right, right now, this is fresh. The most heartbreaking thing about all of this was seeing my son's face when the Celtics decided to make a very private situation public. The organization has a call to see if my children or I are okay. It's very disappointing. And I want to ask Mia, 
what are you expecting the Celtics to do here? Yeah, and I that in a special way where I don't want to come across as being insensitive, right? Being right, sensitive, but your your husband's employer found out that he was engaged in highly egregious and inappropriate behavior in the workplace and reprimanded him. Well, attempted to hold him accountable and tell him to knock it off on numerous occasions before they held him accountable. He refused to stop doing it. And oh, then, what? oh no, there was meetings. There was that that's one of the things that this was got to be so out of hand and why it happened so fast that he was told on more than one occasion to stop some of the behaviors that he was engaged in. Oh, oh no, this wasn't a, this wasn't just like, Oh my God. No, this, this was like an internal investigation. Some conversations took place with Iduka and my man just kept on, you know what I mean? Slinging that thing. And all of a sudden, they just like, yo, you, we got enough of it. But I think my my concern here is okay. even Nia here, wonderful. Like, I, I love Nia Long in all of the ways. God, all of the ways, Nia. Uh, she needed a shoulder to cry on, a lap, anything. Uh, <laughs> Stop. I couldn't even get through my no nut November conversation. Don't start Damn, with Nia Long. Bro, listen, Move listen, on and just listen. talk about your... God damn it. Whatever you need. <laughs> Shut up, nigga. Just go ahead. Uh, she says, if you're in the business of protecting women, I'm sorry. No one from the Celtics organizations has even called. I just, I I'm curious about what she was expecting here from the Celtics. What is she, is it fair for her to expect the Celtics to reach out, to call well, and check on her? Well, and the kids, is that? Well, I mean, I in one sense, I guess because they step well, the thing is they stepped in because the the acts were occurring as he was representing their company, that brand. Yes. But, but I guess to her, they were also kind of, you know, stepping into a you know, personal situation. You know what I'm saying? An intimate situation that would otherwise otherwise really more impacts that also impact heavily impacts her relationship with this person. You know what I'm saying? So it's so like not only was he doing behaviors that were, you know, affecting his 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 image with the organization, but also the relationship with this with with an individual with with, with a child. And I guess she thought that maybe in her mind that them interjecting in this way kind of you know lends itself to the idea that they would you know have some consideration for her in the situation as well. You know that, hmm. but really they were only doing it out of concern for their organization and any the potential, yes. potential lawsuits, any potential lawsuits wasn't involved. They weren't Thank I don't think they were concerned about her at all. But I think in her Thank mind you. that maybe, oh, you know, you care about these women and what's happened to them, maybe you're caring about me too. Yeah, but, but I don't even think they, they they didn't fire him or suspend him because they cared about the women. Like they didn't. That was that was my thought. I love about liability. I love about legal liability. Yeah, bro. This move had nothing to do with women, man. This is not a a a way of showing support to women. I think if anything, I'm not going to tell Nia what she should be feeling at the moment, but I just think this is not. It's it's fascinating to see, and I mean, 
I don't know. I just thought that was a fascinating piece. No, oh, what no, do no, you no. Think, I, bro? I dig it, man. I, and I, I'm very, I'm flabbergasted that she would think that a multi-million dollar, billion dollar corporation or entity would have some sort of compassion for her and what's going on with her family, regardless of how intertwined the situation is. Let's keep it 100% funky. They fired Udoka not because of necessarily what he did, but because of the stain and the marring that it left on, on the Celtics. And they had to do damage control and make it look pretty. And once they were able to separate themselves from Udoka, it was like, I tell my wife, sometimes you can get, you know how I get when I get upset. If I get that mad at you, you won't be no different than the furniture in this house. Bruh. And that's the way they that's the way they looking at like Udoka. a stain on the rug. Right. Like they're looking at Udoka right now after all of that. Like, okay, you, we've parted ways. We don't, don't we don't want no parts do of that shit no us. more. We'll let that be the next man's problem. You have been Point moved from the and, she's been, and, 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 and and Nia's been in the, in a in an industry that has been rifed with shit like this for a very, very long time. So I'm kind of surprised for her to be like, you know, they didn't check on her. It's like how many times have things like are you expecting MGM or whoever Harvey Weinstein, whatever uh um yeah, you know yeah, movie yeah, industry yeah, that Harvey yeah, Weinstein yeah. for to reach out to all of the women and check on like no, nah, I don't think that that's I don't think that that's yeah. I mean it'll be nice, but I don't think that that's rational. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and, and to any of our uh female listeners who have a different perspective on this. And want to share it, man. Please reach out to us and send yeah. us a message. I'd be really yeah. interested because I, I, you know, as a man, you know, uh, I got blind spots when it comes yeah. to shit like this. Just I, I just want to, I want to be careful. Yeah. Uh, and if I offended anybody, you'll be okay. Uh, so, <laughs> what do we have next? <laughs> <laughs> this dude is a savage. I swear to God, man. Listen, man. Listen, <laughs> so, man, listen. So I. Uh, I am just, if you've noticed around the country here in the past, I'll say year, almost maybe two years, there's been a number of uh, unions started, a number of strikes happening. You saw the first union take place uh, in Amazon. You've seen a number subsequently happen and be billed through Amazon. You've seen Starbucks. You're seeing companies who have prided themselves on not having unions all of a sudden become unionized because the working man, the poor working class people are tired of being taken advantage of. So I came across this and it's making tons of news. It's how the railroad workers are on the verge of doing something that has happened before, but when it does happen, because I believe it will, it has profound consequences across the country. So the rail workers, railroad workers union and railroad companies struck up a tentative deal, right, for a new contract uh, September 15th. But the railroad workers actually pulled that initial deal back because it wasn't sufficient with what they needed. So the big thing that the railroad workers want is something that we all hold incredibly dear to ourselves. That I look at when I take a job, this is one of the first things that I am wanting to know. How many of these do I have? 
Do they carry over? Do you know, all of the things? And those are sick days. Railroad workers are on the verge of striking because they do not have sick days. And I think just hearing that basic, now there are some other components to what they're fighting for, right? But those other components are things that they said and the railroad companies have acknowledged are negotiable. Those are things that they can actually meet and agree upon. The sick days part is something that they can't agree upon. The railroad companies do not want to give these folks sick days. So you got these railroad workers, man, who are working hundreds of days in a row sometimes, man, to make sure that the infrastructure of this country continues. And we're talking about companies, railroad companies, that have had significant, significant financial increase, particularly record profits. Record profits profits each of the past three years. That refuse to give. So here's where it gets really interesting. And I think I, I, I took umbrage with because I am a very much a pro union guy. I I, I, I am all for I am all for the part of that article I was about to throw my laptop. I was about to turn into the Hulk. In steps Joe Biden. Your mm. boy. Who what during his campaign, during his campaign for presidency, made it abundantly clear because this is how far this issue has gone back where the railroad workers have not had sick days is that during his campaign, Joe Biden clearly stated, I believe you should have sick days and I am going to do whatever it's kind of like that that extra thousand dollars that's still in the mail that we're supposed to get with the two that we still waiting on that that <laughs> you know that that type of shit but he was clear bro he said that he was going to listen man these folks don't have sick days oh how did these... you go through the pandemic without sick days my guy you don't you die. They went through the whole fucking pandemic without sick days. So Biden has come out and overstepped what the union is trying to do and taking it to the House and the Senate to say, hey, we need to resolve this before they actually go on strike. And that's not the, the, the biggest thing. What the biggest thing is what they would ultimately be doing, the House and the, the, the Congress, would it actually be saying that a strike would be illegal. So that and that is one of the most common rights the man has in this country that this country largely was built on. The Europeans went on strike from, from Europe and came to America. <laughs> So, 
<laughs> this last part. So what Senate has done, they've actually come up with a, a new contract where they're offering seven days instead of what the union wants, 15 days. The union has said, fuck no, we don't want seven, we want 15, yada, yada, yada. So on December 9th, we will ultimately, if I believe, going on a strike with these railroad workers. And ladies and gentlemen, when you want to see all hell break loose during the holidays. Yes, sir. That's, oh, yeah. that's it. That's it right there. That's it right there. Okay. So right. this is what's been this is what's been getting me, right? Do you know that they initially when the arguments when, I won't say the arguments, but when the negotiations first started, they asked for seven days and then said, you know what? We won't even push you guys like that. We'll take four. Just give us four days of sick day, sick leave. And the railroad company said no. Oh, no. Do you know that collectively to offer sick four days sick leave? How much leave it costs, bro? Would cost $325 million, which is only about 4% of the record profits that they've made over this past. So hold on. You say 4%? Almost four percent. Yes, of the record profits. Record profits that, they've, that made. they've made to give everybody that works for the railroad companies four days worth of four sickness. days worth of sickness. And they were like, "Nah, we not, we not, we not doing that." But this is the thing that makes it the most egregious because we expect corporations to cooperate. You get what I'm saying? We well, expect absolutely. them to do what they're going to do. We don't place corporations in their positions of power, right? We don't nope. elect these people. Nope. But the people that we have elected or that we've been electing, yep. The Progressive Caucus, do you know that they voted? Oh yeah. The Progressive Caucus has voted to stop <sighs> them from being able to strike. Your the squad. Head of the Progressive Caucus, what's her name? Uh Premia Jayapal. She's like oh, yeah. the lead voice for it. Oh, Even yeah. Even even Crush's girlfriend AOC, she AOC? was like, "Nah, I'm 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 voting against it." Even though on Twitter, she's like, "Yeah, we stand with we stand with workers. And they then should be able record, to do whatever." And then behind was the made scenes, public. she she fucking voted against it. Really? The progressive yeah. squad, bro. All of them cats, man. All, everybody, with the exception of I think two folks, what, 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 voted what's, what's to going on? to allow two only two folks voted to allow them to go ahead and continue the strike. Yeah. Everybody else was like, nah, nah, we can't we can't have them striking. Yeah, it says the Senate has approved a measure meant to avert a railroad strike in eight days without the paid sick days rail workers have been asking for. So the Senate has passed railroad legislation. This is as of today at four o'clock. So it's going to the next steps, brother. It'll be at the house by Wednesday. But this is the question that I have, and I haven't had anybody be able to properly explain it. How could they possibly pass such a legislation to stop this these private employees from being able to strike? I believe that my understanding is that because it's so closely tied to the American infrastructure, that that's how they're able to do it. But no one's actually clarified it for me because the big thing, the reason why they say Joe Biden is making all this noise and trying to force their hand, which is another interesting part, but is because the Christmas holiday season is right around the corner and to stop railroad distribution of goods 
would be catastrophic for the United States. So ultimately, at the end of the day, it was all about the dollars. Yeah, and that's what and he this said. Is very, this is very, uh, he's, you've got a quote from him? Yeah, this is what Biden said. After today, he applauds the Senate. Biden applauded the move and vowed to sign it as soon as Congress sends it across his desk, which could happen as soon as Friday, sir. Tomorrow, I quote, yeah, okay. working together, we have spared this country a Christmas catastrophe in our grocery stores, in our workplaces, and in our communities, he said in a statement. And boy, ladies and gentlemen, if you do not read that in a certain type of tone and get, because it just ignores all of these workers. Yeah, yeah who yeah. do the work and all yeah. they're asking for. I, and I, you know, they're not even asking for a raise though, family. Well, to, in, in fairness to, to that particular point, one of the first things they were given was a cost of living increase. So they got some monies. Is it enough? That's another debate. I don't know necessarily that. Still for context, discuss, that's but, fair. Right, sure. for context. That's, that's, that's the only reason. Go ahead, Crush. Sure. See, my, my, my thing is, at the end of the day, you know, you're dealing with human beings. Yep. You know, you ask for sick leave because at one, point, at one point throughout the year, and guess what? I got two little nasty kids going to school. At one point throughout the year, I'm going to catch some shit. And then I'm going to bring it to work and give it to everyone else. And you don't give a fuck about that. You were just like, my, my, that, 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 that's my thing, like, just work people to death, and then what? Yeah, and then what? You, 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 you literally drive your workforce into the fucking hospital. Then there what? Is. There it is. Then what? There it is. Then what? When people die on the job, who are you going to blame? Who are you going to point? Who is going? Oh, they're going to blame. They're going to blame them. Wives and children are going to point, point, point at. Oh no! They they blame, they the, blame the employees. They're off work. Yeah, like, they're they're blame the workers. Sure. My dad couldn't see a doctor. Yeah, they I mean, blame the workers. I wouldn't see a doctor. Yeah. So then what? When that starts happening, because it's going to start happening. Yeah. Men, grown men, dropping at, at, at job sites, dropping. And fun. the part, that, that I, must I think be fun. that must be fun for them. That must be fun. That must be the comedy. But I want the I want the people to understand that this the part the steps to this. Poor working class people who are just trying to provide and make a living and live the American dream said that their current work environment has been unsafe and they want change. They are demanding change. They ask for change. Now they're doing their fundamental rights of saying what you have offered us is not enough. Nothing illegal about that. But the way that other entities have stepped in the way they're, yeah, the way they're to, framing it. And this is the thing, man. It says right here, senators passed a bill to force unions to accept a tentative agreement reached earlier this year between the one I mentioned on September 15th, mm -hmm. earlier this year between railroad managers and their workers. Here's the part. And make an eminent, because they knew it, an eminent strike illegal without making any changes mm. by an 80-15 vote. Yeah. They rejected a measure to offer paid sick leave, 52-43. 
Both measures required 60 votes to yo, this is insane, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of the most fascinating parts of this, at least for me, is the fact that publicly the unions have not come out and attacked Joe Biden. Because this is the same person that ran under this union umbrella. He's always been known as Amtrak Joe. Because anytime yeah. something happens with the you, with the with the uh, with the railroads with Amtrak specifically, call he steps up. in and yeah, he, call, he steps in and he fixes it. So for him to take this stance is fucking flabbergasting. I'm really blown, and I'm really blown that for him to have changed his changed his stripes, so to speak, last minute. That no one from this from the railroad union has come out and been like, yo, this is fucked up, Joe, what you doing? Bruh, At least say, publicly they, they have. If they don't give them folks them sick days, bro, tell you, I would be blown away if on December 9th that they do not go on strike. And they ain't coming back off a of strike until you give them people that 15. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it, it won't be faux. Yeah. Oh, no. Listen, listen. It, Listen, the the pandemic has taught everybody to Bruh. at least try and understand your worth. Niggas is fighting, whether it's right. minimum wage increases, sick leave, quiet quitting, whatever it is. The pandemic has taught folks you are a lot more, you are worth a lot more than your employer tells you you are, man. They want every bit of it, man. But you know what's weird, though? My last job didn't have sick leave. Your contractor? No, I, I, I was a full time employee. Fascinating. There was no pay sick leave in my job. Fascinating. I mean, that, that job was really ass anyway. Well, really I'm glad you I'm I glad mean, you up out of there, my guy. I mean, yeah. I they, they held me down during the pandemic. I was glad the remote work, but that you getting get you were getting paid, but that sometimes that yeah, we all know sometimes just, it's not enough. Barely. Yeah, just barely as a grown man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, I want y'all to start beginning to get prepared to fight for unlimited PTO. Because I'm telling you, that's what we're doing on the gra the grassroots level. We are beginning to push for those types of things because that is the type of stuff that the poor working class folks need to be able to have. The worst thing to have to think about is that I have to consider whether I can provide or take care of my sick child at home or losing a day's pay. But hey. Yeah. You yeah. gotta balance that scale. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not fun, man. All right, right about now is the time when we'd like to give you little words of wisdom or tidbits and news and all that other wonderful stuff before you can take. So you can take it with yourself into the week. Uh, Crush, what's up, man? Oh well, uh, a little interesting development uh, from the little nonsense that popped off of Twenty One Savage and. Clubhouse is commented by Nas and his relevancy. Um, ironically enough, a song dropped with both of them um, uh, called One Mic and One Gun. Um, and uh, uh, it's interesting, I would say. <laughs> What's more interesting really is just overall discussion around, you know, the, uh, the, the worth that we put on our veterans and uh, what level of respect and what perspective is on impact. Um, you know, with our art um, over time, that, that, uh, that's been rather interesting for the past couple of weeks. Um, I, I almost misjudged the young man. He, he definitely clarified his statements, but uh, yeah, it's just been an interesting little back and forth there, for the discussion as our as this art form continues to age. No doubt. 
Yo, what's up? Man, as people prepare for the holidays, man, I really want us to not focus so much on the commercialized, capitalistic aspects of the individualized nature of what Christmas has become. But as we reflect over what the pandemic has done, the residuals of the pandemic, what we as a, a people are enduring in this country, I really want us to take some time, man, to sit and reflect in a community to highlight some of the joy and some of the good, gracious things that have taken place with us as a people in the past couple of years, man, and hold on to that uh, because things are dark, they are hard, um, and I just want us to begin to really gravitate more towards each other in a community fashion, man. Because damn it, trying to do it with by yourself out here is not the work, not the business. Unite with your people, man. Hug your loved ones. Uh, and if you were someone who was dumb enough to do No Nut November, go squeeze off a full clip tonight. <laughs> We're never going to get Dr. Malik on the show now, man. God damn. You just don't Seems like you're ready. I hate this dude so much. Man, what's up for me this week? And I hate to close it out with some grim shit on our last episode, man. But Mayor Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, has recently tried to push an initiative to essentially involuntarily hospitalize, confine mentally ill people. Talk less of taking away people's civil liberties involuntarily saying they're going to throw them into mental facilities. Yep. All in the guise of saying so that they don't hurt themselves or hurt other people. Now, besides the fact that he was not clear on what the criterion would be to even allow this to be the case, they are also talking about allowing the police department, New York Police Department, that has not been reformed be the, the since 2020, to, for, to, has not been reformed since 20, well, not even in 2020, that it has not been reformed at all since all of the turmoil we've been facing, to give them the power to be able to make these decisions. Don't forget, New York City, their, their union was one of the first folks to be like, we're not allowing you guys to take any money from us, period. Period. So you think you're gonna where are you gonna find the money to then give them additional training to allow them to quote unquote properly handle mentally ill people? They weren't doing that shit properly beforehand. There was no level of sense. There was they were killing people. There was no sensitivity there before. So you think all of a sudden now you're gonna give them a little like a what two month training? They're gonna have the sensitivity level to be able to handle these folks? No, it's not happening. And like I said, that's on top of the fact that involuntarily grabbing people and throwing them inside of a fucking facility that's you're taking away the come on my guy there's on the internet you guys can check it out he, there's a long press conference mm -hmm. he just does a lot of talking but there's no real specifics involved in that he is and an the, awful know, human being and you know what and partially i i kind of agree with him that you know we need that we as the society need to step in and help mentally ill people but sure. taking that bridge to say that you want to give that power to the state 
to then just grab somebody and take them away because you believe that they're mentally ill. And you don't have the you don't have any clarity on the criteria for what would allow them to do that. Do you guys remember that movie Minority Report? Oh yeah, there was the the, oh, yeah. the triplets and they were precogs True. or whatever. Yeah, they were much. able to determine yeah. crimes beforehand, and uh, and because they dreamed it in some fantasy realm or whatever, they would have yeah. police come into your home, grab you, and throw you in jail because possibly in the future you could have committed a crime. That's essentially what this was, or what this is, I should say. Because of somebody, and this is not your friends and family necessarily, because I want to make sure I'm very clear about that. Mm -hmm. They said it's not specifically your friends and family, but if the state deems you or the city deems that you are, they they have car blanche to come into your home, snatch you up, and throw your ass mm -hmm. in a facility. If NYPD deems it appropriate yes. for you. Yes. On site discretion of each officer is what the what they were saying in the in the uh on site discretion. My favorite. Yeah. So what's supposed to happen is that what, supposedly what's supposed to happen is that an Hold officer sight. will come see you, right <laughs> hands and feet. Anyway, what's supposed to happen is on supposedly that an officer on site to me is just hands and feet. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't well, have nothing on site. Well, we, well, well, we are talking about the NYPD. Yeah, we're talking about the NYPD police department. But yeah, that's what's up for me. Crush, where can folks find you during these holiday days and seasons and stuff like that if they want to well, find you, you during find these holiday me, days and seasons? Well, me and the wife, you can find me and the wife on Instagram. We're going to be uh, gallivanting on the DMV this year. Uh, we're taking in some Christmas villages and sights and sounds. Uh, at the Orange Crush, T H E O R A N G E K R U S H. Or you can check out some beats at SB No doubt. Let's go. L. Where can folks find you in this festivist season? Shit. <laughs> at their mama's house. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Matt does not mean I, any of that. <laughs> don't allow him to stop. Have you seen them 11 and a half at the door? At the door. <laughs> you know, Just know. I like my eggs over easy in the morning. Uh, but anyway, this is gonna show up like ring rims and baby boy. You wake up and come to your house. He's here to get What a ball just sit in the kitchen. Dog, I'm I'm shooting everybody. I see that shit. Everybody catches around. Meat slinging everywhere. Bacon and sausage. All I got for y'all. <laughs> take that. Take that. Uh, <laughs> You can find me everywhere, man, at Elgin Bailey. Uh, holla at me. No doubt. And I'm Big O, Mr. In the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at MR underscore In the Black. And I want to thank you guys for joining us for another episode and, of course, another season of another the In the season. Black podcast. Yes, sir. Season six mm. is in the can. Yes, we want to thank you guys, man. You could have been anywhere else in the world out of all of the fucking episodes that we've done this season, but you chose to kick it with us and we appreciate it. Make sure that you check out our past episodes. Before I even get into all of that, make sure you fucking take care of yourselves. We're throwing out yeah, this yeah. show. We want to make sure that we see you, we hear from you in the new year, man. Please hug your family, hug your loved ones, stay humble, be do all the right things so that we can make sure that we see and meet up again in the new year of 2023. Please. But Please. if you're going to be chilling and doing all that stuff and you got downtime during the down, you know, during the season or whatever, 
please go to our uh, website, www.intheblackpodcast.com. You can check out past episodes of the show. We are active on social media. You can check us out at all social on all social media in the Black PDCST, Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. and on Instagram. But as always, until next time in the new year, blessings to you and your family. Yes. Informed, intelligent, in the black. In the black. Peace. Peace. I love you, fellas, man. Be easy, fellas. This is, this is the In the Black Podcast. In the Black, bro. Hands down, one of the best podcasts I ever heard, though. I love y'all.